bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. I am going to read a long passage of scripture from John chapter 6, and then I'm just going to briefly unpack it. So just to give you a heads up. This is John chapter 6, starting in verse 25. And when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to be doing the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, Then what sign do you do? that we may see and believe you. What works do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus then said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then he said to them, they said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me, yet do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. So the Jews grumbled about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, Do not grumble among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except he who is from God. He has seen the Father. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like bread the fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. Jesus said these things in the synagogue as he taught at Capernaum. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, knowing in himself that his disciples were grumbling about this, said to them, Do you take offense at this? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some who do not believe. 
For Jesus knew from the beginning who those were who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. And he said, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by the Father. After this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Well, thank you for bearing with me. That was a long passage. But I think we need to see the whole context to really be able to unpack what God's Word has for us in John 6. In my quiet times in the morning, I've been reading through a harmony of the Gospels. So you see the same sections as they occur in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John. Uh, when they occur in, you know, two of these, or just one of them, or three, or all four. Now, I'm only about a quarter of the way, between a quarter and a third of the way through. And it's been shocking to me, I think I knew this, but to really see it on the page, how few instances in the life of Jesus occur across all four Gospels. And maybe the first one that we come to is the feeding of the 5,000. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all account um, this miracle. This was an important, clearly an important part of Jesus' life that all four gospel writers were inspired to give an account of it. But I think John really unpacks the importance of what this means for us as believers. A couple Sunday nights ago, I shared about finding our joy in God and being happy in God. And I think the danger in people's minds when we say this is that if we believe in God, then everything's going to work out fine, that we'll get health and wealth and, and every good thing that we can ask for, the sports car and the, and the you know, supermodel wife and all of these things. But here we see Jesus dispelling that rumor. Jesus has people coming to him saying, Jesus, give us more food. Food that will perish, food that will not last, food that will satisfy for a moment, but ultimately will need to be replaced at the next meal or the next day, whatever that may look like. And Jesus turns their attention heavenward, turns their attention to himself to say, the true bread, which will satisfy forever, eternally, is me. Come to me, and when you have me, you will have eternal life, which is to know me and to know my Father and to live with us forever. Nothing can take that away. Do not come to me for those things that can only satisfy for a moment. Come to me, and I will give you satisfaction for eternity. When you have me, you have all that you need. And he knew that there were many people who would only ever come to him to be momentarily satisfied. And when they realized that they couldn't have their their possessions, they couldn't have their satisfaction, they would walk away, which is exactly what many did in this passage. And it's fascinating to see Jesus say to, and it's fascinating to see what Jesus doesn't do. Some of the disciples really hit a wall when he says, you can have no part of me unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood. Now, this is terminology that we're used to because we've spent time around the church and we realize that he's talking about the crucifixion. But for a lot of people, this was tough. And as they left, he doesn't say, wait, 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 no, let me explain. Because Jesus knows ahead of time that they're not willing to push through the surrender, to push through the temporary satisfaction and to find truth in him. 
But what do we see the disciples say? Jesus turns to the twelve and says to them, Will you leave also? And Peter says, To whom else will we go? You have the words of eternal life. And this is what we as true believers are called to do. To taste and see that the Lord is good. To realize that that eternal life, that salvation, that hope and life and joy and peace are only found in Christ alone. This is not, this is not a meal or a lunch. This is satisfaction, love, and relationship for eternity. And when we do that, nothing can shake us. Nothing can take us out of the Father's hand. And we will live our lives like Christ lived his life sacrificially for those around us, to demonstrate the love of God that has been a part of our lives and bring other people to the bread of life that brings eternal life to the world. Lord, we thank you for your word. And the beautiful picture it paints with something as simple as bread. Bread, something we don't give a second thought to. And you are the creator of all can multiply bread a thousand, thousand times over, like it's nothing. But only so that you can point to yourself as the bread of life that gives life to all. That when we eat, pointing to your crucifixion, when we participate in what you've done, that we receive eternal life. We are filled. We will eat and have our fill for all of eternity. Because your love, your goodness, your truth, your presence with us is all that we could ever need. Help us to live like this is true. Help us to take this living bread to our friends and to our family and to our co-workers and to those who desperately need to taste and see that the Lord is good. Thank you for this. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for tuning in for another edition of Let's Talk Church Family. You are loved. Have a blessed day.